Hi guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast. Now I know I said season one was a wrap and we were all finished for the year, but as I sat down to work out my children's 2021 goals with them, I realized that I had some more information that I'd love to share with you and for anyone who was interested in setting their goals for 2021. So as the new year arrives with all its excitement and expectation for something different, I think it's time we think about what we can do to get our best out of the new year. Every new year rolls around and people are pumped and excited that this year is going to be different and their lives are going to change. But truth be told, usually we go in with so much excitement and enthusiasm that we set unrealistic goals and expectations that cause us to crash and burn by mid-January and feel like we've wasted or failed another year. Have you ever seen a gym in the first week of January? It's no secret that memberships skyrocket in that first week, only to have the gym card collecting dust by February. 95% of New Year's resolutions are never achieved. So what is it that goes wrong? What is it that leads us to fail time and time again to make those goals stick? Well, the first common mistake comes down to unrealistic or unachievable goals that are bound by restrictions. For example, the classic, I'm not eating junk food this year, or I'll give up soft drink forever. The problem with these goals are they are all or nothing. They leave no gap for error. And the second you eat one piece of chocolate or you take a sip of a Pepsi, then the mentality is usually, oh, well, I failed the entire year. I might as well give up now. And that leads to this feeling that you've ruined a whole year. And that cycle continues. You go back to the new year, you start it off again, and by mid-January, mid-February, you've given up on the year and your goals. The second mistake people often make is setting goals that are outside their control. For example, I'm going to win a national dance title. There are so many components that go into achieving that which are far beyond your realm of control. For a goal to be successful, it needs to be something you have total control over and something that relies on your effort, nobody else's. Finally, being inflexible with your goals is another reason why many people fail at them. Goals are not set in stone. Things happen. (laughs) 2020 is proof of that. Many goals simply became impossible for reasons outside of our control in 2020. When situations like this happen, we shouldn't give up. We shouldn't forget about our dreams. Sometimes our goals just need a little adjusting. So with all that being said, How do we actually set goals that are going to drive us forward? The first thing is to make sure they're SMART goals. Now, what I mean by that is that SMART is an acronym. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic or relevant and timed. Now, I cover all of these details back in episode two of season one. So rather than take up your time now chatting about that, if you've forgotten what a SMART goal is or you haven't checked it out yet, I'd encourage you to head over to episode two to find out how you can set your SMART goals. Now you might think, okay, I've got my SMART goals, I'm done. I'll put them away, maybe glance at them once or twice a year. But here is another roadblock to goal setting success. We've set the goals, but we haven't made a roadmap for how to achieve them. That's like setting up a destination to travel to, but never looking up the directions for how we're actually going to get there. What happens is you flail about getting lost. So here I'm going to break down further how to set goals that you're actually standing a chance of achieving. Let's say you have a goal to achieve a specific acro skill this year. You've set up your SMART goal knowing that it's in your control and achievable. Now instead of throwing it off to the side, we need to set up a plan to help us achieve it. Look at each of your goals that you've written down. Set out your map 
for how you're going to do the stepping stones to getting to that goal. I do a little bit of running. So let's pretend your goal for 2021 is to run your first marathon. So for this specific goal, I would break that down into steps for January. How can I make my goal happen? Well, in January, I'm going to run three times a week. Two of them will be five kilometer runs and the final one will be a longer run of 10 kilometers. I'm also going to go to the gym and do three sessions a week to help improve my strength. And I think stretching is important. So I might stretch for five minutes every second day. These are actual steps that I can tick off that hold me accountable and that are driving me forward towards my goal. Then you get to February and you increase the amount of runs or distance you're doing. Again, these are not set in stone. If I had an injury or I'm doing better than expected, I'd reevaluate and change my weekly or monthly steps that I need to take. If you look at each of the goals you have set, you need to then break down how you are going to go about achieving them. What steps are you going to make to keep driving you forward towards that destination? And here's another area you need to think about. Make sure that when you are setting these goals, they're something you are passionate about Something you are emotionally connected to because when things get tough or when your goals seem difficult, it's that emotional connection that will help you get through. When you don't feel like getting up and going to the gym, you'll need to remind yourself of why that change was important to you when you set the goal in the first place. This is where vision boards or visual displays can really help. Create yourself a range of visual images that remind you of why these goals were truly important to you. Then have them on display so that you have a reminder of what you want to achieve and why these steps mean so much to you. Finally, I just want to touch on one really interesting element. It's what we call the completion myth. Researchers recently had a group of people fill in a diary of emotions whilst they are working on a goal. So they put down their emotions at the goal setting phase and then at the striving phase and then when they actually achieve their goal. And every one of them thought that the greatest satisfaction would come from the moment that goal was achieved. What was surprising was the way they felt once that goal was actually achieved. Now you're expecting, right, that they would have all felt elated and over the moon. Well, there was that for a brief period, but then that actually dissolved into a little bit of a slump. Many people in the study said, wow, I achieved that goal and now I actually feel flat. I thought I'd feel elated, but I just feel flat. The slump continued until they moved on to the next goal. What this diary study showed was that people felt most alive and stimulated in the phase of striving or working towards their goal. Whilst completing the goal did result in this burst of happiness, the disappointment that followed was because people were grieving the fact that they were no longer striving and didn't have that purpose. This is called the completion myth. Now, the reason I mention this is because I think it's important to not place all of your focus on the end result. Not to say, I'll finally be able to enjoy life when I achieve five pirouettes. What's actually important is the journey towards getting to the goal. Humans thrive when they are striving and challenging themselves. When they are doing the hard yards, that rush of feel-good hormones you get after you complete a hard training session, that's what drives us forward. So when you achieve your goals, research shows it's really important to set another one, to look towards the next thing. Goals help us have a vision and to focus our efforts But when we reach that goal, it's super important to set a new one. It's also important that we realize how essential the striving phase is. When we have a goal and we are in the phase of working towards it, that's when we build our self-esteem, where we grow and evolve. The research shows that we shouldn't fall in love with the achievement, but rather fall in love with the work. When the work is your focus and you fall in love with the process, The achievements will flow and they won't just stop at one. I only have to look at all of my interviews that I've done this year on the podcast to realize the one underlying factor that all of my successful guests have in common. That is passion 
and a love for what they do. When you have that love and you have that passion, that's what gets you through when times get tough and when setbacks happen. So just to summarize, before you head off into 2021 and set yourself those SMART goals, here's the things you need to remember. Make sure you have an emotional connection to them and a visual image for when things get tough. Set up adjustable stepping stones each week or month that will help you achieve them. And finally, don't set all of your emotional fulfillment on achieving the goal. Trust the process, fall in love with the process. Humans thrive when we are striving, so always revise and set new goals. Just remember guys, success is a journey, not a destination. Best of luck for 2021. Looking forward to bringing you so many amazing new interviews. Remember, if you ever need some inspirational motivation, there's 65 amazing episodes there for you to listen to with fantastic stories from real life people who are out there achieving great things. Always remember, listen, love, learn. Catch you next time. Bye.